Will Peyton Thorne be Auburn's quarterback next season? You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. It's a crane kick Thursday. We're joined by Jake Crane of Crane and Company. Look, you, you can text Auburn to 334-373-0771 to ask questions of what you want to talk about. I got a great question that wanted they wanted me to ask you specifically, Jake Crane. Mm, I you locked it. on in the tighter. And the question was, do we do we roll into 2024 with a Peyton Thorne that seems to be progressing, that seems to be putting it all together with this mm. Hugh Freeze, Philip Montgomery offense, or do we roll the dice and go and get someone else? Jake, what's your immediate thought to that? Yeah, I mean, obviously that's that's one of the most pressing questions as we get to the home stretch here. I think a lot of it depends on what happens against Alabama. Sure. Right? I, I mean, if Peyton Thorne beats Alabama, like and looks anything remotely like he looked against Arkansas, which I know we're going to get into that, yeah. then it's going to be really hard unless there is somebody out there. And, and look, it, it all comes down regardless of what position. It's what the market has, right? It's what the market bears. Like, if, is there somebody out there that is so good that you can't not go get, right? Like, is there somebody that is so much better, you think, for what you're doing in your system going into year two than Peyton Thorne? Mm. If not, then you don't go get the, go get them. But if Peyton Thorne beats Alabama, even if there's somebody out there that you think may be better than Peyton Thorne, I mean, and you win the bowl game, like it's hard. The guy's been in your system a year now. He understands the terminology. He's been around the team longer. He's kind of cemented himself. He's shown you he can run it well enough. It's it, you can't. What you can't do though is just totally forget everything that has happened before Arkansas. We have seen more struggles from Peyton Thorne still up to this point than we've seen successes. I, I think that's something that if you're non-biased, you can sit back here and look. But it is trending up, right? It, and and it, it's one of those things. Sometimes that switch flips, right? Sure. So if, if the handle business gets to Mexico State, which, by the way, you better not look, overlook these fellas. All right, this is this in UMass. You're in that here. camp. You're in the camp of oh my gosh, New Mexico State has a chance. You're in well, that camp. I'm not. I'm not in the camp. I'm in the camp of if Auburn goes out there and plays terrible and lets New Mexico State hang around, this game could get really weird at the end because Jerry kills a hell of a football. Co- like I'm just telling you, I've watched New Mexico State. As somebody who covers has to bet every day because we have response by DraftKings. Like we, I've watched New Mexico State play a ton. I've watched Liberty play a ton. Jacksonville State play a ton. UTEP play a ton. I have watched these guys. Diego Pavi is a problem. At New Mexico State. Like, he's a problem. They can yeah. come in here and Auburn plays well. It doesn't matter. But Auburn can't just play bad and, and you know, you don't catch a few breaks and all of a sudden, you know, it's weird in the fourth. So, w- w- having said that, if Peyton Thorne goes and handles Alabama, beats Alabama, you know, I say that like it's it's nothing. But if he goes and beats Alabama. Yeah, you got to keep and, it. I, and, I mean, you got to I, mean, I don't know how, Zach. I mean, you know, where it's trending, right? You know, experienced guy, which is, you know what? Which actual, in actually may work out perfectly, Zach. You want to know why? Because that way, Walker White comes in here. We all know what he's cooking in the van, right? right. Walker White comes in here, and then all of a sudden, he gets a redshirt year with some spot duty while Peyton Thorne plays his last year at Auburn, and you're able to pass that torch. To me, that would that was a perfect scenario coming into the year, right? Mm-hmm. Like That's kind of like how the plan plays out if you look ahead. So 
Yeah, I think a lot of it hangs on the Iron Bowl, man, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah, right. And, and I think it totally makes sense. But also, like, if, if there's a certain group of quarterbacks that Hugh Freeze catches when they're going to enter the portal, I just don't think he's going to be able to help himself. I think he's going to be like, let's call this guy. Let, you well, know, if Grayson McCall decides to play his 30th year of college football, which he does have one more year left of eligibility, like, does he reach out? The Will Rogers situation in Mississippi State. Like, does he reach out? I mean, mm -hmm. don't no. want, don't want, can't don't run, want? don't want. Okay. Right. This RPSism can't run, don't want. I'm with you. I think I'd rather have Peyton Thorne than Will Rogers, too, at Auburn. But th there are going to be guys that are going to be intriguing, Jake, that enter the yeah. portal. And so I, I just I can't wait to see how it unfolds. Because also, the other side of this is I don't expect Robbie Ashford or Holden Gurner to be on the roster next year. Mm -hmm. And sure, you've got you'd have Peyton in this scenario. You'd have Hank Brown as a redshirt freshman, and then you'd have Walker White as a true freshman. But you probably want another quarterback in that situation. So then, like, I think I think you go out and get another quarterback that maybe wants to kind of be a coach in his future or something like that. You know, the Cord Sandberg route, if you will, from a few years ago. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I do think I do think you need more than three quarterbacks on this roster. Next yeah. Year. Well. Well. Look. You, you know. You want an even roster, and and that's one of the the cool things about the new rule that had to catch up with the transfer portal is you can sign as many guys in yeah. a calendar year. Now it's it's not just limited to twenty five. Uh, if you want to replace eighty five with eighty five, you can do that. I don't recommend doing that, but you could technically do that. Yeah, uh, tried. The question, he tried. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, him and and uh, Kenny at, at Texas State basically did the same thing. Right. Um. We, look. Here's what I think. Robbie Ashford leaves and Garner leaves. It opens up two scholarships right mm -hmm. at, the, at the quarterback position. Um, you're well, you're bringing in Walker White, so right. so there's one of them you'll bring in. So it does open that spot up. Here's here's the question becomes this: What happens if all of a sudden Malik Murphy hops in? The, Quinn Ewers comes back to Texas, and Malik Murphy hops in the transfer portal and talks to the Auburn coaches. You gonna tell Malik Murphy no? No, you just gonna not. tell him no? Hey, I I don't. Do you turn? I think you turn into a competition. Look, the coach's job is to put the players in the best position to win the game and put the best players at each position. If Peyton Thorne, let's say he does beat Alabama, and all of a sudden Grayson McCall calls you up and says, "Hey, coach, I want to come there," be like, "All right, that, that's fine," but you're going to have to compete for it because obviously Peyton Thorne's here. So, I, I just I wonder, I wonder if the hype will make quarterbacks shy away. If again, this is saying if Auburn beats Alabama. Will that hype and Peyton Thorne being able to come back, right, be able to – will it shy guys away? That's what that's what I think would happen, right? But you're going to have to go get another number, right? you got to mm -hmm. place a number with a number. So um, it, it, they may go journeyman route, you know, something like that. Uh, we, we've seen it before. But, no, I um, – look, you, you can never turn a great player down, but it's going to be a competition either way. Sure. What – I mean, how, how much does this shift if Auburn doesn't beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl. A ton. And That's how much that game means. Yeah, I think it means everything. I think it means I mean, everything. now all of a sudden, you know, Peyton Thorne goes out there. It's like, well, uh, you know, it's we're, we're going to have a competition next year. We're going to bring in the best guy, maybe that fits my system. I'm telling you, like, in, and I got to go look at his eligibility. I mean, there's a quarterback at, at Hugh Freeze's old place right now. Knows the system pretty well that, uh, you know, he may not be the best thrower in the world, but he does it well enough, and he can absolutely skate. And that's uh, that's Caden Salter. Mm -hmm. that'd be that'd be a blast no question no question about it and i think an underrated part of all of this is knowing and trusting the scheme and it just took so long for peyton 
whoever whoever Auburn goes out to get, I think it's imperative that they get them in the December window before spring. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just like you want to sign guys in the early, the longer you're there, uh, the more you're aware. Um, it's mm, it it helps nice. with chemistry. You know, something that Peyton Thorne really didn't have. Like, like I think sometimes people forget that. But I think one aspect um, that that a quarterback needs to have in this type of system, and you want it in every system, but especially in this type of system, is escapability. Right, Payne Thorne's a, a good runner of the ball. Like when you know it's, hey, I'm keeping it's an RPO zone read. I'm keeping it. I'm gone. I'm running. Or hey, I recognize man coverage really quick. Their backs turns. I'm out the gate. But he doesn't really make people miss in the pocket and extend plays a lot. Right? It, it's mm. more of either I'm on the move, or I'm stagnant in the pocket and I'm going down. But like that, just it saves you so many downs. I mean, you look at the guys across the country that can create. Look at the most potent offenses. What can those guys do? 90% of the time they can create that they can improvise. They can make a sure. couple guys miss and whether it's taking off and running or extending the play when it turns into a scramble drill, those are the offenses that are able to score the most points. Just look at the top offenses in the country. You're not going to find a lot of statues back there, right? You're not going to find a lot of guys who's like drew Allers back there, really just patting the ball and getting ready to do it, you know? But yeah. uh, no, it's, it's, you got to have some escapability, but we'll see this Bama game. I think this Bama game determines Peyton Thorne's future. You can say what you want, but that, that's, that's my opinion. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. Iron bowls are that big. I mean, it's why it's the best rivalry in college football. Get out of here with all these other ones that say that they're life. the best. Yeah. Get out of here. It could change your life. That's right. All right, Jake, let's address it. You picked Arkansas last yeah. week. What went differently than what you expected? We discussed in just a moment right here on locked on Auburn today's show is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs is the best place to find all of the qualified candidates for your small business, medium-sized business, large business. Doesn't matter. LinkedIn Jobs has all the tools you need to narrow your uh, candidate search as quickly and as effectively as possible. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. It's also time for your athletic brewing game changer of the week. And I think you've got to look at Jarquez Hunter, much like Jarquez Hunter athletic brewing. They're changing the game. Athletic Brewing has completely changed a non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers. that actually taste good. Jarquez Hunter consecutive games now with a hundred yards rushing could close in on a thousand yards over the course of the season after missing the first game of the season. He's changed the game for Auburn's offense, much like athletic brewing. They're changing the non-alcoholic beer game. No hangovers ever when you drink them. And look, these guys, athletic brewing, they go to these global competitions and they beat out a ton of full strength beers. You won't be able to taste the difference. So highly, Highly encourage you to check out our friends at Athletic Brewing. You can uh, buy them in several different stores and online and at bars around the country. First-time customers can use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first order. That is code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company is fit for all times. Happy Crane Kick Thursday. Jake Crane, our guest of Crane & Company. We talked a week ago, Jake. You felt like Arkansas had the edge in this. Yeah. Obviously, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. What were you expecting? What was the biggest difference as far as what Auburn did on the field 
um, for what you were projecting versus what actually happened? Well, everything. I mean, I think it was one of the most uh, yeah surprising performances of the in a great way, right? God, totally. if I'm going to be wrong, this is the one to be wrong about 100 percent of the time. Yeah. Um, look, uh, look, nobody's accusing Arkansas of being a great team. Uh, that they, they went and, and shocked Florida right after losing to Mississippi State at at sure. home. Um, you know, playing kind of up and down. You replaced the offensive coordinator. To me, it was more about I had yet to see Auburn go in in what I call a a true high-level road game. Going to Cal, it's not easy going that far to the West Coast. Not at all. I'm not saying mm. that. But Cal's not exactly rocking. Okay, this this they don't have the best team. It's not the best environment. It's not like when you're going to see in the SEC. And Auburn struggled on offense. Bad. I wasn't worried about the about defense per, per se. Um, then you you know we know what happened at AM, right? Offensively, we know what happened at LSU, really as as a total team. But I mean LSU is just ripping everybody apart on offense, and and we know how hard that place is to play. Then you go play at Vandy, which to me is a neutral site game at best. There are more Auburn fans there than Vanderbilt yeah. fans there. So I had only watched Peyton Thorne really struggle on the road against a, a team that has personnel that's close to yours, maybe even better, in, in a legit environment. Um, so it was more about me thinking Auburn was going to be stagnant and Arkansas would find a way at the end. That was a complete beatdown in all three phases. You scored totally. in all three phases. Uh, everything was working. From the start to the finish, uh, you surprised Arkansas early, and they never recovered at all. I, I thought this was, and you can say what you want about Arkansas' season this year. They've been bad. But but one of the things, and and it took me watching this weekend you know, to, to kind of finally see enough games and have enough good and bad in certain situations to say that, that if you're worried about Auburn's trajectory at all under Hugh Freeze, I want you to remember something. Against every team that Auburn has played where their roster has been better than that team, they've won the game. Right. They've won the game. Against every team outside of LSU, one in Death Valley against that offense that they've played where the roster has been better than theirs, they've been in the game. They played Georgia better than just about anybody has. So Hugh Freeze is winning the games he should win. He's staying in the games in reality. He probably shouldn't stay in closer than other people. Imagine when he's not bringing a butter knife to a machine gun fight. Like that's to me is, but I, I was shocked in the best way. In the best way, Zach, I, I was, what a performance by everybody. It was great. It was awesome. And I'm so glad you mentioned the close games from the Auburn side of it. Cause that was a huge narrative that Auburn fans kept pushing going into the Arkansas games. Like Arkansas barely lost all these teams. I'm like, I don't know if that really matters, but that's fine. But something that I think is interesting when so many people talk about Georgia, who's the number one team in, in college football, again, everybody's given Missouri all of these props because they played Georgia so close. And it's like, well, Auburn played them closer. Like, yeah. I, I don't even like, if we're going to do this whole close loss thing, that seems to be really popular this season. Auburn's right there with all of them as far as like if, yeah. if that's an actual resume. I don't think it should be a resume point, but if everybody's going to act like it is, let's go ahead and start playing this game, right? And so then all of a sudden, you've got the Iron Bowl coming in and assuming Auburn does what they do on Saturday against New Mexico State, you're not going to find a much more confident group than the folks that will be in attendance at Jordan-Hare Stadium for the Iron Bowl. And when the, when, a, when Auburn team believes in itself in that stadium, it's really, really hard to come in and beat the Tigers. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's the Iron Bowl. We've seen we've seen worse teams beat better teams. I mean, it, it's you know, it's it's in Jordan Hare. I think one of to, to go back to to the point you made earlier. I think one of the knocks was, oh, well, you played him at home. You know, Auburn played him at home. Missouri had to go to Georgia. Look, at the, it, it it obviously has an effect. Um, and that Missouri team's daggum good football team. I, I just look at the way they're playing. Um, you know what they did against Tennessee was, you know, defensively was was really impressive. Even though I'm I'm not the biggest Joe Milton guy in the world, but yeah, make no mistake, Zach. When 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 Auburn feels it, when when Auburn's vibing, right, and Alabama comes into that stadium, it's it, there's no fear. I think one of the reasons that Auburn has been able to to play with them and have you know some modicum of success against Nick Saban about as much as anybody else has had is because like when, when a lot of teams play Alabama, they they fear them, they they're afraid of them. Well, we grew up with them, we we live w- with them. That there is no there is no fear. There's only opportunity. So yeah. when you have an Auburn team that believes it's playing probably its best ball of the year. And look, you could say Alabama, they're playing their best ball of the year. Yeah. Going into Jordan Hare with a fan base that believes that's absolutely nuts. Crazy things can happen and they do happen. But why is this game not being played at night? Why is this game? I know, I guess it got the pick of the litter from this. This needs to be a night game. You know, at some point, like, like, I just the two thirty stuff's cool. You know, it's a compliment, whatever. I this hate game it. needs to be at night. If I'm all now, we're playing this at night. Two thirty is not a prime time slot. It's no, not. And it's not. I, I'm, I'm glad that that's done. I'm glad we're getting off of CBS as a conference. Like, I, I'm ready to move on. I'll miss the thing. Yeah, they did Bama like, a favor. Like yeah, they did I'll, Michigan I'll, a favor, putting the Penn State game at eleven. And, and like the second half, it'll be dark, right? Like that's usually how it works. The first half is like a day game. The second half is a night. But half it's hours not of the drinking same thing. frisky whiskey gone, Zach. I know it. I know it. And boy, frisky whiskey will be hopping going into that weekend. Oh, it'll be the friskiest it's been in a while. I hope so. I hope <laughs> so. Tell him you listen to Locked On Auburn when you go. But yeah, man, it, it's going to be great. All right, let, let's jump more into the Iron Bowl. How does Auburn pull this thing off, Jake? We discuss in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the, desk of the best way to play daily fantasy sports. It's so easy. Instead of battling thousands of other players and pros and sharks, all you do is you pick more or less than two to six player stat projections and you watch the winnings roll in. Obviously, the more you pick, the more money you make, but you can make up to 25 times your money, and it's so much fun. You can do it across sports. You can do college football. You can do NFL. You can do NBA. It's a blast. Whatever Jarquez Hunter's rushing total is, take the over. I feel that confident about it. So once again, head over to prizepicks.com slash college and use code college for a first deposit match up to $100. You can also use their app. Just use code Locked On College uh, for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Jake Crane. Final few minutes here on this Thursday edition of Locked On Auburn. Jake, just finish this sentence for me. Auburn upsets Alabama in the Iron Bowl if blank. If Jalen Milrow takes too many chances, um, this look. A lot has to go right for Auburn to win this game. Let's not pretend that that Auburn and Alabama are equal teams. They're not. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Alabama's been able to stack personnel. But this Auburn team is is overachieved in, in multiple spots this year. And they have the te- they're a good enough team to beat Alabama. Like There's a difference between being equal teams and being good enough. 
If Auburn plays well, yeah, and and they can get get to Milrow in a way that you're not going to the way he's playing right now, you're not going to stop Alabama consistently on offense. It's holding them to field goals in the red zone and putting Milrow in a situation where he has to throw to beat you, and it's not just throwing verticals, right? Where he has to throw to beat you. And that's a lot easier said than done. I, I mean, right. you're not going to totally make him have to throw to beat you. But Alabama struggled to run the ball early in the year. It starts with stopping the run. That's what it starts with. Because if you stop the run, and I'm talking about running back and Jalen Moreau, off zone read, RPO action, and things like that. If you shut that down and you make them one-dimensional, now it's more of a fair fight. Not that Jalen Moreau's going to lose all of them. He'll scramble around and find somebody. They score more points off the scramble drill than just about anybody. There's not a lot of designed concepts that they're sitting there throwing and just picking people apart. A lot of it is, hey, I got out of the pocket, or hey, the first read's a go ball, I'm launching it, off, uh, off play action, things like that. So you got to try and take away the run as best as possible. And Alabama's been vulnerable uh, as an offensive line uh, throughout the year. Of of you know not being able to run the ball consistently, we've seen it. Now they're cooking right now, yeah. right? Because it seems like the game plan and the play calls are tailored a lot more to what Jalen Milrow uh, is is best at. Um, but stopping the run first and making him have to throw. And if he throws and beats you, he throws and beats you. Like that, that's part of it. Yeah. But it, it's to me that that'd be my plan. Don't you think Auburn is built to slow that down? Though mm -hmm. I, I think their pass rush is turning. Jalen McLeod. I mean, the fact that he's finally healthy, he's turning into like the best case scenario of what we thought he could be as a transfer from App State. Marcus Harris is continuing to make more and more money via the NFL every single week. He's been incredible. And these linebackers, I think, have gotten a lot better over the course of the last few weeks. And Auburn's defensive backs, I think they've always been really, really good, Jake. Just the fact that everybody in front of them is getting better, it's allowing them to look better too. Yeah. But I think Auburn as a defense is built and constructed to slow down this Alabama offense. I'm more concerned on the other side of it. Can Auburn score on Alabama's defense consistently? That's I have a big fear that the Iron Bowl is going to look just like Auburn's game against Ole Miss earlier this season. Um, look with the offense, you know, it's I'll say this. I'm I'm more confident. I agree with you in Auburn being able to stop Alabama's run than Auburn to be able to consistently line up and run the ball at Alabama. But I think sure. a lot of that is is getting Alabama, you know, giving them the eye candy, giving them the motion, the different formations, finding ways to create leverage, you know, having those kind of alternative runs and then Peyton Thorne's legs. Right, that just like that's a huge weapon for Alabama, especially here down the stretch. It's a huge weapon for Auburn to be able to hold that backside. Peyton's, you've got to read it perfectly. Almost, you have to make the perfect reads. It, this game against Alabama, they're good everywhere. They're good on the yeah. defensive line. They're good at linebacker. They're good in the back end. But we have seen teams be able to move the ball on Alabama. This isn't the greatest defense that Alabama's ever had. You've played against Georgia, which which is a really good defense. We know mm -hmm. that. I I would say Alabama. Probably a little bit better this year, but with all that Georgia lost, especially going laterally. But but again, like this 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 is not a game where Auburn is going to be afraid. Like it's right. it's I, I think this is going to be which Alabama doesn't get a whole lot. By no, the way. they're not used to that. They're used to people thinking they're not good enough to walk on the same side of the street as them. And then when you do, they look at you funny. Like mm. but and that's okay. But but Auburn, if Auburn goes in there and Peyton Thorne reads the RPO correctly. And look, a lot's got to go right. A lot's got to go right. Totally. But this is one of those games where I think you and them get, you might as well go in as deep in the bag as possible. Anything you got left, 
Anything you've been saving, you got to let it ride on this one, especially late. You got to pitch backwards. You got to throw the ball some on first down. You have got to keep them on their heels. How did Texas beat Alabama? They they didn't have a ton of tendencies because it was early in the year. I'll give you that. But they weren't afraid to push the ball down the field. Peyton Thorne cannot be so locked up in the pass game about not making a mistake that he doesn't take advantage of, of the times when it's there. So you you have to. That's the balance, right? That's how you win. So look, I, Texas also rushed the passer very, Texas very well. Also did rush the pass, but Jaden Daniels, what? Uh, uh, excuse me, Jalen Milrow wasn't getting out the way he's getting out right now. They weren't running him the That's way true. that they're running him right now. But they did get to him, and it's not just getting to him; it's getting him down. You know what? That's fine. You're not going to break contain if you want to escape up through the pocket where people can get killed. You know, so be it. Sure. But you're not going to just run outside of us and take off and nobody's there. We will high wall you and you can run as vertical as you want toward the sideline and throw the ball away. That's great. But it's especially on third down and, and sevens or more. Like th that's what it's going to cut. You can't over rush the passer too. A lot of times you see guys rush past the quarterback when there's a really athletic quarterback because they're yeah. trying to go so fast. You can't have that either. But Auburn, they don't have to be perfect, but they got to be close. Right. Uh, all right, let's talk about this Saturday's game just for a second. We'll, we'll give me a score prediction. Auburn, New Mexico State. God, uh, you know, I wish this was like old New Mexico State that you know, this is basically like Bishop Sycamore coming in here. Uh -huh. Um, Look, right. I, I think this, this, Auburn this is team, actually a real team, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, they're just, they didn't lie to ESPN. Um, But no, uh, look, I, I think Auburn, we all know what's coming. We as fans and media members, we have the luxury to be able to look past New Mexico State to yes. Alabama. Yes. It's a game you should win. But again, I've watched this New Mexico State team from week zero on. When they lost to UMass, people say, oh my God, they lost to UMass and Auburn killed UMass. This is not the same New Mexico State team. Diego Pavia, he's a guy that can create. You don't know who that is. You're going to know who that is on Saturday. And, and Auburn may blow them out, and I hope they do. But this New Mexico State team has some guys that can, they can make some plays. That they, they really do. So Auburn can't just go out there and play awful and think everything's just going to be okay it, because this is a team that can sneak up and make it a game in the fourth quarter. But I don't think Auburn is is immature enough to do that. Uh, I think they end up winning. Give me... Um, God, give me... Mine's 35-10. Say it again? Mine's 35-10. Give me 41-17. Uh, 41-17 Auburn. Hey, by the way, can we give a shout-out to McPherson? I don't think enough people are talking about this. I don't know what time traveler that Auburn has in the kicker recruiting department. Unbelievable. But getting the Carlson family and now getting this guy, I'm, you know what? I'm almost afraid to even talk about it, Zach. I'm almost afraid to even talk about it. I'm just like every time. It's such a great. Well, like, what else is there to say? Like, there's yeah, nothing. He but does, he doesn't miss. It's awesome. You, like, you remember when we we didn't have great kickers? Like, just the the fear. Not the really. Fear though. That's not, inside of you when you don't Carlson. have a good kicker. Maybe it's because I was a special teams guy for so long. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's just ingrained in me different. There were times where our kicker, I knew wasn't exactly the best, and you sent him out there. It's just like, oh god. But now it just seems like every time, you know what? I'm not even I mean, gonna jinx it. Yeah, I'm not Jake, even gonna I mean, jinx even it. Since, doing a like, job. since West Bynum, I mean, we've been like set at the kicker spot, dude. I mean, it's like, dude. I'll give you that, David Duvall. Let's go yeah. go back. The crazy man, the madman. Right? Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. It's been a minute. And it's like I was thinking that when you know I was watching the Arkansas Florida game closely because we were playing Arkansas the next week. 
And it's like, I, I was watching at a buddy's house when Florida lined up to, like, to kick, and I'm like, there's no way he makes this because college kickers miss those kicks unless yeah. you kick for Auburn because we have great kickers well, for whatever dude, reason. Dude, I know. Well, it's like the AM game. He just stepped out there. It's like a 52-yard field goal. Like Auburn needed it bad, just pounded it, went in. I looked at my brother, and I was like, uh, yep. Yep, yep, it, yep And yep, it just yep, looks yep. so routine. Like, Dude, it's like, it's, it's like, you know the stuff you're good at, you're just – naturally good at like it's like oh man you know it just naturally happens you're just like all right what how far is it 48 okay i guess yeah you know, right right whatever uh jake how can people check out everything you've got going on but easy man uh if, if you watch your shows youtube's the easiest way to find us is crane and company c-r-a-i-n and company if you listen same name apple podcast spotify we go live each weekday morning 6 30 a.m to 8 a.m central we have live calls and live chat if you can't catch a live Stays on there forever. Uh, talking a lot of stuff, including Auburn and Iron Bowl week coming up. You better call and get y'all's questions in because it's about to get thick. Let's Real go. Thick. Let's go. You can check out all my written work at auburndaily.com. We will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn.